Hello, welcome to Miss Bossy Boots, keeping it real for women in business. My name is Stacey Morgan. I'm the Principal of Port Macquarie Performing Arts, a dance school in the mid-north coast of New South Wales. And joining me is the fabulous Jane Hilston. Jane is the Managing Director of Dragonfly Marketing. Good morning, Jane. Good morning, Stacey. How are you? Yeah, really, really well. Um, I'm keen to hear how you're going. You shared with us that you're... um, You've been giving up all the different things and look, you're still alive on the other side of the camera. (laughs) Four weeks in and I can now say that I can go without coffee, alcohol, gluten and dairy for four weeks. I've still got another four weeks to go those days. I must say it was wearing a little thin last night just with the with the glass of champagne thursday nights and friday nights i really just like to have a a glass of of champagne because you're kind of nearing the end of the week and all the rest um and and it's wearing a bit thin but i've still got another four weeks to to go um coffee is i will never go back to to coffee i have decided that break (laughs) has that break has been um a revelation wow so um I think I was describing to someone the other day, without without coffee, I feel like my days, like I feel like I'm it's it's sedated is kind of the 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 best word I can come up with for it. Because yes, much more relaxed and much more calm. Um, but it's more than that. It's more like a sedation. Um, and it feels like I have just smoked like a massive spliff like permanently. <laughs> Uh, not that I've done that for a while, people, um, but it feels like that. And um, I think what was what was a bit of a revelation was I actually got my hormones tested last year through Melanie Locke Robinson. Yep. And the results of that had come through last year, and I had kind of meant to go back and and get her to read through them, but just never had. Anyway, I took those results back out again, and noticed that those results showed from about like four o'clock in the morning till midday, my cortisol levels were in extremely high. Um, And then from midday to about 9pm, they dropped off. And I thought that would add up because I would have my first coffee at four o'clock in the morning, and then I'd have my second coffee at nine o'clock. And um, then, you know, the caffeine would obviously kind of exit, exit my body. So, so, so in that morning, I was actually like accelerating and amplifying my cortisol levels because your cortisol levels are supposed to be high in the morning, um, but not, not off the high. charts high. Yeah. yeah. So I feel like that's what I'm noticing is that I just don't have this additional adrenaline and this additional kind of anxiety and... But what does that do for your workflow, Jane? Does that mean that you're not as productive or? No, it means I'm more productive because I can actually focus. So instead of jittering around and going, I've got to do this and I've got to do that and I've got to do this, it it makes me more productive. But it um, it also makes me a lot more calm. So I'm not sitting here, you know, looking at my to do list, having anxiety. But it also it also makes me a calmer person. So I feel like I feel still feel irritable, but I, I, I feel like I'm not as explosive. You know, I feel like, because I am a bit of a hothead, if anyone knows me, they'll know that. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it, I feel like I I can, you know, approach confronting situations. As I said to you, I, 
we had the whole episode about um, difficult conversations and, and confrontation and that's never worried me, but yeah. it's never worried me that I'm, I'm explosive. But I tell you what, um, it feels a lot better to go into those situations being a lot more calm. So that's it, coffee. We are breaking up. <laughs> You heard it here first, folks. <laughs> <laughs> everything else, though, oh, except for gluten, everything else, as soon as this eight weeks is up, is coming back in my belly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, awesome. And is that your favourite thing for this week or have you got something no, else? No, I've got something else, but you, you talk, talk us through your favourite thing first. Um, I bought a new bike. Yeah, oh. exactly. Who am I? A wow. Bike. What do I need a bike for? I don't have time to ride a bike. Or do I? Because <laughs> I've had this, like this bike on my vision board, but not literally, Ooh. but just like I've been dreaming about this bike. Yeah. Lucinda left her bike in the garage on the floor out of our new garage and it's on a hill. So you have to go up the hill and so you can't see what's in front of you. And Lucinda left her bike in the road and I ran over it. Oops. So yeah, oops, mum of the year. Um, and so I said to her, well, you, you know, your bike's gone now. You, you don't get another bike. And so she said, what can I do to get a new bike? And I said, well, you can unpack the dishwasher for two weeks every yeah. morning. And she did. And she got herself a new bike. But as we were browsing for her new bike, I found this beauty. Oh, That's it's so hilarious. Good. Has yep. it got a basket and a bell? Yes. And yes. I knew it. And it's Ballet School Blue. It's on brand. Oh. Check out my Insta story. Oh, um, perfect. Yep. And so part of the reasoning, like part of the reasoning behind getting the bike was if I'm going to get a bike, I'm going to need to find time to actually ride it and be outdoors and breathe in fresh air Mm. and like take that time for myself. So I got the bike and now I've been like, we've been riding to school. So we ride to school together. Yeah. Nice. Quick, quick aside, funny story. I put her bike together and Heath kind of just like finished it off. But um, I didn't put the handlebars on properly. And the first day we took it to school, her handlebars fell completely off. And she oh, my. It. Oh, <laughs> my gosh. Is it your turn to unpack the dishwasher for two weeks? Oh, just <laughs> terrible. But a good, like, mum moment because she was, like, she cracked it. She was like, oh, I hate this bike. I don't want Yeah, yeah, like, fairness. Like, We're going to yeah. wheel it back home. We're going to tighten this handlebars and then we're going to ride back to school and she was like I'm not doing any of that and I was like no we can do hard things this is what we're going to do and we did it and she did it and it was just like got straight back on the the bike back on the bike and loves it um so I was super proud of myself in that moment but not so much for (laughs) for creating the moment in the first place yeah Yeah. (laughs) but yeah that's my favorite thing Jane because I have I have my little blue bike and I ride for all the meetings I have in town I ride into town I haven't got got the guts to ride it to school yet um because I think the kids will tease me to your dance school no 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 to the high school that I teach at Oh, the high school that you teach at. Yes, yes. Yeah. Oh, I don't think they will. I think they'll love it. Um, that's great. That's great for the environment, great for fitness, great yep. for mental health. I think that's awesome. That's yep. really, that's Ticking really great. Ticking all the boxes. Ticking all the boxes. Now, uh, what I would love you to do is get a photo on your bike in all its glory and yep. throw that in the Miss Bossy Boots podcast group, will you? Just Done. so people can um, can witness this. This is <laughs> This is beautiful. <laughs> no, it's a great idea. Kev, um, 
Kev's always asking whether he should he should get me a road bike so that I can come on the family bike rides. He takes the kids all the time, um, but I haven't haven't necessarily agreed yet. Well, wait I, um, you see my my bike, Jane. You'll be so inspired. I'll be I will be inspired. I think by this. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Um, that's a great favorite thing. I love it. So my favorite thing you're going to love this too is. Um, I was reading, I did a couple of days planning this week and I was reading about um, affirmations. So oh, here we go. I, yeah, <laughs> so I researched them because I was kind of trying to plan out my week and my day and, um, and affirmations had come up somewhere else and so I thought, you know, I'll just Google them and I'll just find out a little bit more about affirmations. What are they? You know, who does them? What kind of affirmations did, you know, all, all the things. Anyway, I came across this quote by Jim Kerry, and it's a, I think he, he's he's quite famously um, he's quite famous for actually having an affirmation about wealth and about how when he was a nobody he had an affirmation about you know the check I think it was like a a vision of you know of a check being handed over for a million dollars or three million dollars whatever. Anyway, I read a quote that he had um, delivered on on Oprah which was um, around affirmations, and he said something along the lines of um, the thing with affirmations is you can't just set them and then just go and make a sandwich. You actually have to do the work to make them happen. And I think that was the missing piece in the puzzle (laughs) that I was like, that's right. And for me, I thought... Really, I think we've been saying the same thing all along because essentially that to me is just, well, it's like a goal. You can't just set a goal and then just go and make a sandwich and wait for that goal to manifest. Yeah. You've actually then got to put the actions in place to make it happen. So affirmations um, essentially are goals. It's however you you want to kind of frame them. Um, an affirmation, you can you can write the affirmation, but then it's very important to know that it's not just right it's not just reading that affirmation every morning from your bathroom mirror. There's actually the work that goes behind making that happen. So for anyone thinking that, great, I'm just going to say, you know, I am a millionaire, I am a millionaire in their, <laughs> in their mirror and then just wait for that to happen, please know that that you do just actually need to go and do the work then to be that millionaire as well. I'm so glad you've had this penny drop moment, Jane. (laughs) I feel like the the podcast is complete. Oh, yeah. (laughs) That's right. Yeah. We are going to wrap up season one shortly. And so that's a really nice, that's a really nice way to kind of bring it full circle. Yes. I thought you'd like it. I'm so Hmm. proud of you. I don't know why. This hasn't been part of our conversation before. Did you just think all the time I was just writing stuff down and then sitting on my couch and drinking a fanner? Um, I didn't. I, I knew. I, I see you do the work, but I thought I wonder if, if listeners get the full appreciation of, and I, we've, I've asked you questions around that. Yes, okay, you set the award, but, but when, you know, with your, your award, your, your Telstra Business Award, yeah, you've put that on your vision board, but I've seen the work that you've done to actually go and make that happen. It's not like you just put it on your mirror. And I think that's the part of the story that you really need to emphasise more than the affirmation is actually, yes, it's an affirmation, but that's like 10%. 
The other 90% of and making that up. happen is the is the how many hours and how many times you apply for that award and don't get, you know, don't get made finalist or get, you know, the, the, there's, there's the work that goes behind that as well, which is 90% of making that affirmation come true. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Nice work, Jane. We're not talking about affirmations today on the podcast. We're going to be talking about mentoring because whether it's group mentoring or person-to-person, one-on-one mentoring, getting a mentor in your life for not just business reasons but for personal reasons as well can take you so much further than you ever imagined. I had, um, I, you know, I've told my story a hundred times about my fabulous mentor, Glenda, mm. um, who's been with me for the past eight years. Mm. I mean, coming up to nine years wow, um, and has kind of guided me every single step of the way along my business. And I don't think there are so many, there are so many things that are happening to me during this COVID period in my business that I think back to stuff that we tackled earlier on in the business, like in the early business years. And she reminds me, she says, if you can do that, you can do this. Yes. And without that, person to keep reminding me of 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 those those parts of the journey sometimes the journey you can look back and you can go oh it's been all peaches and cream yes but this bit is really hard Mm. when actually she likes Mm. to be able to remind me and say well this is how we dealt with this do you remember how we dealt with this yeah this would be really relevant for this new situation and yeah and glenda is you know one in a million she's Mm. um the kind of person that has stuck with me during that entire process which has been like incredibly rewarding having somebody there by my side but i have a um i was gifted a a place in the rare birds mentoring Mm. program which is um came off the back of the amex the american express idea exchange so american express put into um the universe a, a competition where you got the chance to win one in 20 places and um and i was one of the winners of that so i've been paired with um a fabulous lady who's based in cairns and mm. her name is sally and so she's been mentoring me for the last year and she said something really interesting to me this week which I thought might be relevant for the podcast. And it's not something that if I didn't have a mentor, I would be in a completely different place right now, I reckon. Mm. I wanted to make fundamental changes to the business in the terms of the structure and the way that we set things up and the way that we did things. And I had this emotional response to... The co- like to COVID in general, I was like, we have to do this and we have to, we're going to do this and we're going to change this and this is going to be different and we're going to do this and this and this. And I had this meeting with Sally and she just said to me, can you just calm down? Yeah. No big decisions should be made during this time. Mm. No monumental changes should be made during this time. You really mm. need to go and have a cup of tea and just... <laughs> Calm down, and I and I stepped away because at first I was like, oh, oh, she doesn't believe in me. She doesn't want what I want. She doesn't want me to succeed. Like all those negative things Mm. when you know when someone automatically gives you feedback that's the opposite to what you want to hear, yeah, or what you want to hear. And I've been reflecting on it for the last week or so, and I just think, oh my gosh, she just saved me from jumping off a cliff. Yeah, I would have gone straight ahead and made all these 
you know, fancy mancy changes to the business and turned around in six months' time and thought, what on earth was I What did you do? Yeah. And created like a whole heap of work for myself that was completely unnecessary. And I just can't tell you the value of having that person to tap me on the shoulder and kind of make things clear for me because I think I was like in a bit of a fog and she yeah. kind of just blew that smoke away and just went, actually, can you just have a look at yeah. what the situation you, is you're in? You do not need to be making big changes right now. Yeah. And I thought yeah. if there's any Miss Bossy Boots listeners out there who are feeling a bit panicked, feeling a bit anxious, feeling a bit like, you know, there's so much going on, I'm not really coping with what this is and, and maybe I need to, you know, be revolutionary and, and make some big changes, I encourage you to have a cup of tea. Yeah, have yeah. a cup of tea and think it through. And 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 look, I um, it's interesting that you say that because in COVID, I've I've actually experienced the exact opposite. I made a huge decision to completely reimagine my business and t- turn it from a retainer model to a what I will call an, an academy model. So where it's where it's actually marketing. Um, leadership and accountability and support and training and um, and it's a completely different business model. I think this this had been coming for a long time. Well, that's why I'd it's say just this COVID totally that been coming for gave a long me the the opportunity to actually. But that was a that's like a massive massive decision. But COVID was exactly the right time for me to to make that change. And someone that I, that I'd spoke I'd spoken to recently, who I've just jumped on board um, with their mastermind group, um, she said to me because I, I was in a, on a phone call with her, and I'd said, "Oh, you know, I've 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 made this decision. I've come up with this product, the academy, and um, you know, I'm completely winging it. I have absolutely no idea what I'm doing here, but I feel like I'm just going with my gut." And she said, actually, Jane, you and I both know that you absolutely do know what you're doing here. You, you've, you've got a strong intuition and you know, you know what's right, um, but you just need some reassurance. And I think that's, that's what a mentor also brings is, okay, you know, when, 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 when there is a big decision to be made, sometimes that can be really, really scary you know, you, you either need someone to, to have that third-party perspective to go, actually, just slow down. That's, you know, I don't know whether that's a decision you need to make on the, the in the spur of the moment or, you know, actually, you're fine. provide reassurance yeah, around, fine. you know what you're doing. Yeah, you've, you've done this for long enough. You've been in business for long enough. You know, you know your clients, you know the market, you know, this, this, is, this is the right thing to do. Yeah. And that's, I, I know that you haven't engaged in a professional long-term mentor like I have, Jane, but I feel like there are people that come in and out of your life at the different stages that you're in in business. Oh, definitely. And give you that reassurance or give you that, you know, tap on the shoulder to say, hey, have you thought about this? Um, yeah. That have kind of guided your journey. Yeah. Kind oh, of I- along the way. And and our business um, mastermind group that we're all that we're in together, you know, I've got several um, people in that group who have saved me from jumping off cliffs. You know, I nearly took the business in the wrong direction earlier this year, and it was only a lunch with with one of the um, one of the guys in that group 
who asked all the right questions. You know, he actually didn't give me any advice. He just asked me all the right questions and my answers told me the answer. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) My answers and the visceral reaction I had to those answers. I know when something hits a nerve with me, you know, something's, something's not right. Everyone knows when something hits a nerve with you, Jane. Yeah, they do. <laughs> not anymore, though, because I don't drink coffee. Well, that's right. That's right. You're calm now. <laughs> but what yeah. about um, group mentoring? Because I know you've had more of an experience with, um, with different packages that, that in, include a group. And I guess our mastermind is kind of that group mentoring yeah. that, that yeah. we're talking about. We have, if you missed the episode where we talked about our, our mastermind, and it's you know been going for a year and a half now, it's a group of like-minded professionals that um, are within our area and we get together once a month and have lunch and kind of go around the table and share our, our wins and our frustrations and, um, and help each other out. But we've also got like a WhatsApp chat group. So in between the lunches, we're kind of updating each other and asking for advice. And, and I've found that, you know, in, incredibly helpful mm, from, from two perspectives. And I'll, sorry, I was throwing this question to you, but I'll just jump in because for me, surrounding myself with these people, and I very much know that I am the novice at the table, and my gosh, do I learn. Mm. I'm, I'm just like the sponge. I just go along and sit there and, and take it all in Yeah, um, because there's a lot of value that can be, that you can get by just observing and a lot of value that I, I find by just being surrounded by these people and, and this next level talk and this um, higher thinking that I'm sure they wouldn't say, oh, we're all higher thinking. Oh, God, but no, they, they, none of them is. would think of themselves as that. And, but I think also it, um, it helps that there's, there's people from different professions as well. So there, there are some, yeah, some, some people who've been in business for a very, very, very long time. Um, everyone kind of has completely different businesses, really, really different businesses. Um, and then they've all got their level of expertise as well. You know, so you've got people, well, you've, we've actually got an accountant, but he's a very strategically thinking accountant in the group. We've got someone who's really, really um, has has a really, really fantastic ability to be able to put frameworks in place and, you know, to think things through in a really calm and even-keeled manner. It just yeah. takes the emotions out of things. Um, and then you've got, um, you know, people who are willing to just turn up and be really honest, you know, and some of the honest feedback that that I've received from from in the group has been um, a slap in the face at the time. But again, like you, you know, you sit there and go, you you know, it might take a week, (laughs) but you go, yeah, you're you're absolutely right. You're you're absolutely right. And two, because you can just throw in a question and it might not even be their expertise, but because they're, you know, also people in business and business owners, when you ask a question about a pickle that you're in, you know, they've got, an opinion and they'll give it to you. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah, actually, no, I don't think you should do this or um, I wouldn't if I was you or, um, yeah, look, I think that's a really good idea. Or they'll throw in the questions for you to go and ask yourself so that you so that you do actually think of it from a, from a different perspective, from an outside point of view. Because of, honestly, as, as business owners, we're always thinking from a business-centric point of view. You know, yeah. what's good for the business, what's good for the business. So to have somebody else come in and think and, and ask some questions that perhaps you haven't thought through, 
um, is really, really valuable. And I think too, because it has been going for a year and a half and we know each other and we know each other's businesses now really well. So now when people, if you do ask an opinion and they go, oh, I don't think so, you go, well, do you know what? It's not like you don't know the situation I'm in. Like, you know the situation that I'm in. So um, I'll I'll take that, you know, advice. Yeah. Yeah. What about some more formalised forms of group mentoring, Jane? What what have you been involved with that's worked for you? Um. I would say so. I joined Business Club earlier this year. Business Club is is with Business Chicks, and that's a group of I'd say I think there's about forty or fifty of us in this group. Um, and this is this this group has been more about connection. So there is a lot of there there are some workshops and fireside chats with experts and those sorts of things. Um, but the bulk of the value has been in connecting with other women, um, women business owners. And these women are from all over Australia and, and their businesses are, you know, everyone's at different stages and obviously has different businesses. But the one thing I love about being, and, and I think this is a culture that business chicks creates, is women supporting women and people supporting people, really. Um, and so you turn up in this group and you turn up to any of the, the kind of online um, networking sessions that they have or they're not really networking sessions they're meetups they're that you know they're chats um and everyone is so supportive like you just always feel the love so you know you can post a win and everyone's all over it you know everyone's supportive of you when i had the master class you know everyone you know a good portion of them showed up and watched it and then you know raved about how fantastic it was oh, um nice. and even when i'd said i was really nervous about it when i'd kind of said come along before i'd i'd done it you know everyone was like you've got this you can do this you'll be awesome and do you know what? That feedback, sometimes I don't take that on because I, I feel like it's um, people are just saying it. But with this, I really felt like they meant it and it really did help with my mindset, having that many people within the community that I was going to, to present to um, really back me really actually did, did help and I did, did believe it. So that kind of, that kind of support, it's not one-on-one, it's not you know, it's not mentoring necessarily, but it's just, again, surrounding yourself with people that, that will lift you. And I think too, when you expose yourself to a completely different set of, of people and business owners, it does, it does make you think differently. It does actually yeah. prompt you to think differently. And even listening to someone else's story about their business, you can think, ah, oh, that's, int- you know, that's really interesting. I'd never thought about that or, yeah. That's that's I, I'm fascinated. I'm a curious person. I really love hearing about people's businesses and knowing what they, you know, even things like knowing what they do day to day and how they lead their business and the challenges that they come up with and all the rest. So, so meeting people in other people's businesses and and being able to have those conversations really satiates me. Yeah. So I guess the takeaway is in terms of whether you need to look for support in a group setting or whether it's to engage someone one-on-one. Many times I find that we have the opportunity to do this either formally or informally and we can put any excuse in front of it. We don't have time. We don't have the money to invest in ourselves. Um, 
we don't, you know, we, we couldn't possibly ask that person that we see that we know could help us, but we don't want to reach out to them. There are many roadblocks that can get in the road of kind of engaging in that mentoring, no, no, no matter what form it takes. But if you're a Miss Bossy Boots listener, then you're obviously somebody who is ready to be able to take things to the next level and, and looking to to invest in yourself. And I guess I just wanted to encourage everybody to to seek out those mentors in in their world, um, especially during this time, because we everyone could could do, could have a you know a lend uh, could do with a hand right now. And um, and the other thing I would say is 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 yes, look look for a mentor or mentoring opportunities, but also if you're in a position where you're able to mentor somebody else, mm. um, I'm a huge believer in in karma. So if you are in a position where where you might be able to mentor someone, because there's a lot of people who feel really awkward about asking, and it is it's 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 not really something that you can kind of ask necessarily. Um, well, so certainly not off the bat. You know, you've got to kind of build a relationship with someone first and, and, and then ask them. You don't, not just kind of pick up the phone and, and say, hi, you've never met me, but I, I know you from your social feed. Can you be my mentor? <laughs> and, and sometimes it might actually even look like, you know, joining programs that match mentors and mentees. I know with the Australian Marketing Institute, um, I'm I'm a mentor for um, emerging marketers, and I've done that for the last couple of years. And it's a formal process, um, but it's really really rewarding. And I meet up with my mentee at the moment every fortnight, um, and he is fabulous. And you know what? He inspires me. And from from a mentor, I get so much out of this relationship because. Um, there's some things that he says that I really resonate with. And I remember at one point in one of our conversations, he said, I love being the youngest person in the room. I love being the, the least experienced person in a room because a bit like what you said stays before in terms of he was saying, I just love, you know, being in that room and soaking up all the stuff that I don't know and listening to all of the conversations that I haven't heard before and yeah. being curious about, you know, how things work. He oh, said, my gosh, I love you two that. get on like a house on fire. Oh, my God. And, like, for <laughs> me, I was just like, oh, no, I love you. <laughs> that is such an amazing attitude to, to have. And, and But I thought I'm exactly the same. I'm 20 years ahead of you in my career but I'm exactly the same I still love being the person who has the most to learn in yeah. in the room so you know yes look out for the for the mentee or look out for the mentoring opportunities but but is there an opportunity for you to mentor someone yourself yeah I've got a couple of mentees that are close by and I it was so flooded when they asked me and I'm also mm. surprised at myself every time we meet because I actually have things to say. I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I do have an answer for that question. It's <laughs> oh, a nice reminder that, you know, the 10 years of business I've been soaking in. Yes. You know, I've, I've learned this lesson before so I can ho hopefully help you not yes. have to live the yeah. consequences that I had to. So that's yeah. always nice too. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I love it. Well, this is episode 99, Jane. Can you even oh, believe it? 
Wow. Well, it's exciting what's coming up next episode. (laughs) Next episode, episode 100, we have a very special guest who will be joining us. So I hope that you have subscribed to Miss Bossy Boots so that you can get that as soon as it drops live. If you want to get in touch with us, you can reach out to us on Facebook. Yep, just drop us a line in the group if you search for Miss Bossy Boots podcast group in Facebook and request to join. And we cannot wait to bring you episode 100. Thanks so much for listening. Bye. You've been listening to another Morgan Media production. 